There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. on November 19th, and you are listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., and my special co-host, Narissa Street, on Everyday Folks Radio. If you'd like to ask a question or share a comment during the live broadcast, please call 347-539-5372 or send an email to anikapassionjourney at gmail.com. I want to send a special happy birthday to my my cousin, Sharon Woodard. Enjoy your birthday weekend. Today we are talking about the election effect and discussing some of the effects of the election results, how we can work together on getting through this transition period and being prepared for what may come next. Now, from the beginning, I I want you to know that this is not about fear. It's about preparation. Knowledge is power, and there there are many ways of thinking about this, about what's happening and some people may feel actually that they're losing their power because of who's, who's um, getting in the office and who's going to be under this new administration. So we want to start, to start this discussion today. And while the, the election results have had, some of us are elated and some of us are shaken to the core. So whatever your feelings are, today Narissa and I want to explore ways for us to help each other. And um, we've heard it time and time again, we have to come together. Narissa, what do you think? Well, I'm, I think that this is an amazing time for those of us who are socially conscious. Um, you can take the election one of two ways. You can take the election as a turn in, in consciousness and a turn in, in the way that the world is, or you can take the election as a, an awakening. If you choose to see the election as an awakening, then you yourself are awake to the forces around you and to the forces that are within you. Um, I think that's one of the most empowered ways for us to take a look at this election. Um, A lot of people are coming out of the election feeling empowered, feeling awakened. So if you are someone who is feeling uh, somewhat disempowered, I think what the first thing that you need to do is allow yourself uh, some time to acknowledge whatever it is that you're going through and don't let people tell you that um, you're not allowed to feel that way, that it's something that you just need to move on from. Um, And then if you are someone who feels wonderfully empowered then I invite you to take a look at the people around you and honor them and honor what it is that they're feeling and, and take your sense of power and, and work to make sure that it is shared with everyone, okay? So I, um, you know, I, I think we've talked about this a couple of times, Unique, where, I mean, everything that, that happens, I think, is an opportunity for us. Absolutely. And, um, you know, as a storyteller, I choose to tell this story in, in a way that, that helps me and helps the people around me. So um, I, I'm more motivated than I've ever been before. And for me, so again, this has been an awakening, um, and and I'm excited that the people around me are as awake. Absolutely, absolutely. I like that you, you use the word awakening because um, one of the things that has happened is that people, a lot of people that just knew that this this election was going to turn out a certain way, they were confident in it. Actually, I was one of those people. 
And when it didn't, that was, that was, a, that was a wake-up call. And now that we are in this transition, we're going from a lot of liberal things happening to more conservative things happening. It's, a lot of people are nervous about that because um, if you, especially if you're in the arts or you're just a liberal person, you're, you're concerned because of the fact that now things may seem a little bit more conservative now. And so, but the, the one thing that I think is so important is that you, even though things have changed, you still are who you are. Yeah. You, you still have your dreams. You still have your hopes. You still have. And yeah. so I don't, think, I don't think we should just allow so much clutter to, to allow us to forget that. Yeah, and I, I, I hesitate to call anything one thing or another. Um, I, I think part of the concern has been is that, you know, we as people, forget the politics, but we as people tend to see things as black or white, mm-hmm. as right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, nothing has happened yet. Right. So for us to call anything liberal or to, for us to call conservative, I think that has been itself a, a leading towards this space, mm-hmm. you know, because then uh, what happens to the people who are in the middle? Mm-hmm. What happens to the people who who believe more than one kind of way? Right. And so, and, and by believing in more than one kind of way, meaning that you know, if 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 all that you are is is for a particular uh, person, mm-hmm. you know, and that particular person aligns with a party, then you know, uh, that limits you. Mm-hmm. But how I choose to see things and how I choose to engage socially is I, I engage policy, mm-hmm. okay? And so what I'm looking for is whoever is the person who is uh, leading our country, leading our city, mm-hmm. leading our town, leading our school, um, I'm looking to see what kind of policies that they're, they're standing behind. And mm-hmm. if that particular person is in one party or if they're in another party or if they're in a third party or in a fourth party, mm-hmm. that's what I'm supporting. Yeah. And I think, I think more and more of the world are, are, are policy-based people as opposed to party people. Mm-hmm. And that is really what the world is. The world is not black and white. The mm-hmm. world is not, you know, this way, left or right. Mm-hmm. The world is a group of people who more and more are beginning to see how we're alike. Right. You know, and I think... That's the other thing as well, because you talked about people who are shaken to the core. I think a lot of people didn't realize how fractured Mm, um, people around them are feeling. Because when you're fractured and you're feeling fear, then it's easy for you to be, you know, influenced in a certain way. Um, And so if, if you think that everybody around you is okay, and then you see something, a big, huge explosion happen then, you know, in your mind, you're like, oh, it, it wasn't as okay as I thought it was. Right. You know, so I, I think the other thing is that, you know, again, why I try to call this an awakening is that check in with your neighbor, check in with your friend, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, they were feeling scared. They mm-hmm. were feeling fearful, mm-hmm. you know, and so when people are feeling scared and fearful, they, instead of seeing their own power, right. You know, fear is, is a sense of powerlessness. Mm-hmm. And so when you're feeling scared and you're feeling fearful, then, yeah, you, you want to run towards what seems the most powerful. Right, right. You know, um, and so I, I think, you know, we, we have to do better better in taking care of each other. Yeah. Um, because for you to look at your neighbor mm-hmm. and see them as a threat, Mm-hmm. when they have children yeah. just like you, when they have dreams just like you, when right. they're hard workers just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it means that we are, we are, we are, we are definitely mm-hmm. leaning towards yeah. calling each other one thing or another, yeah. you know, and, and that's, yeah. that's, that's where we are. Yeah, I, I definitely think that we should definitely come together more. And one of the things that I kept stressing um, not fear, but preparation. That's one of the things I, I, I really kept stressing on my, my social media is because I, I feel strongly that um, there, there are going to be some changes made and some are going to be, they're, they're going to affect us in many different ways. And so... so hold on. Let, let me, I want to stick a pin on that. Okay. 
and I want us, you know, at, leaning into the, the topic that you said, you said preparation, less mm-hmm. about fear. How do we define the us? Mm-hmm. You know, and when we when we talk about that, when we're defining us, mm-hmm. then are we in defining us in an inclusive way mm-hmm. to allow people to see how this affects everyone? Everyone, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, people they they want to say that it's not no longer the United States of America, but it is. We are here. We are one. We are. We are all people that live in this country. We are all people that will be affected by things that, that happen, whether it's climate change issue, health care issue. Mm-hmm. All of us have, need health care. All of us live on this planet. All mm-hmm. of us um, have education. to get education. All of us have to work. All of us have to earn money. All of us, you know, so it's all, it is all of us because all these things affect all of us. Absolutely. U.S., Absolutely. And so when I talk about preparation, I think about one of the things I did was I actually went to um, Mr. Trump's website and uh, called uh, www.greatagain.gov because if he is going to be the 45th president, I do want to know more. Um, I'm, um, I have to say that I didn't actually do this while, during the campaign, but now that he is, I, I do want to know more. And so um, I found that I didn't really get as much information as I would like, but what I'm, looking, what I'm also paying attention to is who he's actually, who's becoming part of his cabinet, because that is actually educational in itself, because you can see what these people have done prior to what their beliefs are, what their thought processes are, what have they done in government since they've been involved in government. And so I think it's important to, I, you know, a lot of people might say, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to know, I don't want to. But I don't think that's, that that's the right attitude. I think you really do need to learn who's going to be, who's going to be involved in our government now, who is going to be making these decisions. Well, this is the thing. You know, people who say, I don't want to know, are the same people who don't get involved. Yeah. You know, and then when things affect them, they're like, oh, I have no power. Yes. You know, so there are, there are access points to power at every moment of your life. Absolutely. And so if you allow yourself to be overwhelmed by what's happening, it, it, there's an issue there. And so I think the thing is, is that, first of all, we need to define ourselves as resilient. Absolutely. If you are defining yourself as powerless, then, yeah, every, every win that, that hits you is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But we're resilient. The United States of America is, an, is a resilient country. Absolutely. Okay? And so if you are defining yourself that way, then someone who's strong, someone who's resilient, okay, let's see what's happening. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's next. Okay? So that's how you start. Then, yeah, so let me get some information. Let me see where my power lies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are lots of local ways that you can get involved. With organizations, there's a, a particular favorite of mine is the New Leaders Council. Um, it's an organization that trains people to be progressive entrepreneurs and progressively involved in, in policy change and shaping. Okay, and so uh, they are definitely looking for ways to engage people and help people understand how to get involved at a at an accessible point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are ways that you can keep those who are in power, um, and, and I, I hate to say those in power, there are ways that, to keep your representative, because yes. okay, you're the person in power. Right. There are ways to keep your representatives accountable. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of websites where you can track the person that you voted for, mm-hmm. whether they're voting for the policies that you're interested in. Right. Okay? So people who elected whatever congressperson, whatever judge, whatever president, you know, if you elected Donald Trump into uh, the office and you want to make sure that he's uh, following up on building that wall, then there are government websites that you can check to see what it is that he's signing into power, who he's placing. So keep them accountable, you know. Um, Don't just 
lean back and say, okay, well, you know, this is this is my president, and so he's going to do what I need to, what I want him to do. Keep him accountable. Same thing with with the people who you want to be speaking on your behalf locally. Keep them accountable. Right. Absolutely. And another thing, um, I want to talk. Just there's there's so many different issues, but one of the things I want to I want to bring up personally is um, healthcare, because um, of course that. A lot, of, a lot of times we've been hearing him talk about he wants to repeal it. He wants to repeal the healthcare marketplace. And for those who actually have the healthcare, that's very concerning because what do you have if you don't have the healthcare marketplace? So I encourage those of you who think I'm not going to enroll because he's not going to be there anyway. I can, I, I ask you not, not to make that decision. Actually, look at the healthcare.gov website, um, or you can go to whitehouse.gov and search healthcare reform, and really learn more about the healthcare reform and learn more about what's, what's available to you and what's offered to you. And also, talk to some, talk to the um, representatives of the, for the healthcare. Um, talk to a benefit specialist, and maybe you know a benefit specialist, but be more aware. Because if you don't enroll, of course, you, you'll um, face penalties later. And also, um, things may not happen right away. And, and nothing happens right away. Right. I mean, they, they talk about the first 100. Um, they talk about the first 100 of any campaign. But honestly, nothing happens right away. What, the first 100 is usually somebody just getting used to where they are, what they're doing, and saying, okay, well, you know, um, since I'm in this position, let me – let me figure out what I'm doing. So a part of it, a lot of it is, yes, why he, um, uh, what do you call it, why he is trying to figure some things out. That's why he is hiring the people that he's hiring. Right. He needs to know um, what to listen into. And if you saw, a lot of people don't, don't know this, but if you saw he stood in with President o- Obama and talk to him about what's going on. And as it was said, he had no idea that he was going to have to replace staff. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to be walking into a, um, a, 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 a staff place. He's going to have to replace all of the staff. He didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so those are, those are one of the, the hallmarks of the United States, that we have, as everyone has said, a peaceful transition of power. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, I think those are the things that we can't take for granted. He, you know, um, we, we just, you know, we need to make sure that we're, we're very clear about those kinds of things. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yep. And I'm just going to give you the, the website. I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, the phone number, 1-800-318-2596. 2596 just want you to stay informed. And um, as far as creative people, because uh, Nerissa and I are both creative um, professionals, and, you know, like I said earlier, as far as things are changing, we, I think we have to, as a, an artistic community, make sure that we, we come together and, and make sure that we're supporting each other. And so one of the things that I just love about um, where Nerissa lives is the art space. And I just want, can you talk more about that? Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, this is something that we definitely get to thank our, um, our local people in power about. Um, it's a, uh, a uh, you know what? Uh, can we come back to that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, looking to see if we have any questions. If you have any questions, mm-hmm. call 347 539 5372 or send an email to anikepassionjourney at com. And, uh, of course, any questions or comments are welcome. So, let's talk small business. This Saturday, well, yeah, this Saturday coming up on November 26th is Small Business Owner Saturday. And this is something I just actually just saw. And so, it, of course, we always think it's so important to um, support small businesses. And, in fact, what I want to do 
is on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey into passion with an EKS. Um, I'm going to actually list some small businesses and entrepreneurs that I know that I think you should be, uh, that you should know too. And I just encourage everybody to look into small businesses in your area, freelancers, entrepreneurs, visionaries, and see what you can do to make them more visible on your social media. And, and I just think it would be an amazing thing if we actually all supported each other, then that would actually bring more awareness to the small businesses and actually make them, uh, put them out there more for, for people to actually uh, purchase from, the, from them and see just how important small business is. And so I just wanted to um, talk about that. And do you have any thoughts on small business? Well, uh, one of the best things about um, being a small business owner um, is the fact that we have an amazing community of people around us. I think no small business survives without a community of people around it. Mm -hmm. So um, I I think what you need to do as as listeners, first of all, Anike is a small business owner, just in case you didn't know. Um, So am I. And um, what you, the best thing that you can do is find out about the small business owner and why they went into business. Uh, most of us go into business because we have a, a passion for doing a particular kind of, kind of work. Entrepreneurs, however, um, have a, um, a passion for solving a problem with their work. Okay, so what's great about um, entrepreneurs, you want to particularly take a look and look for for entrepreneurs because there's a a mission behind their work. I happen to be something called a social entrepreneur, and the mission that I have is to tell stories that empower people. And so even though I get paid and I get paid a a decent amount for the work that I do, um, I am doing it with a grander vision in mind, and that's to, to transform communities for, for, to make positive difference. So you, you want to find yourself entrepreneurs, small businesses that are, have a mission, and they're all around you. You know, your, your friend who keeps asking you to come to an event, that, that's a small business owner. And know that when you go to that event, that those dollars are going straight into their family's mouth. You know, other larger businesses, um, yeah, they're, they're employing people, but uh, there's also a lot, of, a lot of profit that's being made, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that profit doesn't come back into your community. So there's people right next to you that you can really make an impact at. So part of this election effect, I hope, is your awakening about how powerful you really are. And when you, you sit out, and when you decide that it's a little bit too overwhelming, when you feel like you don't have enough information, you have every piece of information you need um, to make the impact right where you are. So, so keep, please keep those things in mind. Absolutely. And one of the things that uh, Nerissa was talking about earlier as far as um, the piggybacking of helping, helping one another, I think um, one of the things, especially when it comes to helping your neighbor or helping your family and helping your friends, um, I think helping helping somebody understand um, certain policies, understand things that that are going to affect them. Um, I, um, I've already started some research now before things um, before the transition happens in January, so that I can just be up, up up to date and aware. Because if thing if something does happen, if um, healthcare is lost um, or it is anything that actually happens. I want to be prepared ahead of time. And so, um, and it's not fear, it's preparation. I keep saying that. And so I think that if you're somebody that understands a certain policy and you know that it's going to affect somebody greatly that you know, take some time to explain it to them. Talk to them about it. Ask them what, what their thoughts are. And make sure that they understand the decisions that they need to make because uh, nobody wants their friends to make decisions hastily. Yeah, and, and part of that understanding is, you know, I know not everybody has a teaching spirit. Um, I happen to be a teacher, and so I understand that. I can see it in people. 
not everybody has a teaching spirit, but everybody can work on having a patient heart. And so when you are trying to explain to somebody, hey, you know what, um, you're going to want to make some certain decisions, you're going to want to save some money, you're going to want to, you know, take care of your doctor's appointments now before December, whatever that is, Um, don't be impatient with them if their response is not immediate. This is overwhelming for a lot of people, you know. And I think what, what part of this awakening, as I call it, is the fact that people have relied a lot on the government and a lot on people in quote-unquote power to take care of them. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with business. It's the same thing with, with your job. A lot of people have looked for corporate America or for manufacturing jobs to take care of them. And that the way the world is not that way anymore. It's just not. And so people are still holding on to that. People still remember when you go to some place, you have a good job, you stay at that good job for 30 years, you get your pension, you know, and they take care of your family. Sometimes they even help you pay for your funeral expenses. You know, we're, we're no longer at that space. And, and people are still grasping for that. And, and it's not there anymore. So I think you have to have a patient heart because people are upset that what they have been taught, what they have grown up with, what they have, have you know, lived so long for is gone. So please be patient with them. Absolutely. All right. We have an email, and I am going to read it. It's from Maureen Adams. Maureen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And her question, in starting a business, what is the best way to start an online social media business? Many businesses use streamers like Instagram. How do you suggest on an Instagram and building, and building followers? Nerissa, I'm going to let you take that one. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. well, here, here's what I would suggest that you do. First of all, I mean, what the, the first question that you need to ask, um, I'm a storyteller, so the first question that you need to ask yourself is, why are you going on Instagram? What's that for? If you're just going on Instagram because, hey, I, I heard that social media is a good place to build business, then you're in the wrong place. What you need to know is that Instagram is not a um, – Instagram is a picture-based storytelling vehicle, and the followers there tend to be young. So – if that's not your audience for the business that is behind Instagram, then you need to consider something else. Take a look at the social media you use all the time and, and start from there. So, I mean, I think, I think the thing is, is, is figure out what your business is before you figure out how to start anything with Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. That is a, that's a great answer. So, um, yeah, I wanted her to answer that because she has definitely has a lot more experience in that area. And so, and I think she just brought up a great, a great um, thing is that you have to know Not what you're – okay, and she's going to be back. She has to, she has to step out, but she will be back. But I think, I think um, what she said about knowing what your business is is, um, is very important um, because um, as far as – just getting into business and, 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 and working freelancing my, my, myself, one of the things I had to realize is that it's, this is going to be something that's going to be uh, more than a 10-hour day. <laughs> and so you have to make sure that you have a passion for it, make sure that you love it, and make sure that you know who your audience is. Um, I think that's, that's one of the, 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 the biggest keys that I am learning a lot is that you have to – a lot, you would love to be able to, to reach all different kinds of people, and that's really wonderful, and eventually you will. But I think narrowing down the actual audience and knowing who your audience is, being very specific about that, is, um, is, is very key because a lot, not everybody responds to everything. So I think that's extremely important. And as far as, um, you know, the Instagram and, and, and even Snapchat, you have to also remember that people have very, very short time, short, short, um, short attention spans, and so you got to pop it. So you, you, I mean, when you when you put that that Instagram photo on there, you you have to grab their attention because people 
you know, people are doing the scroll thing. They're scrolling, they're scrolling, they're scrolling. And then, they're, but they're going to land on that thing that, that, that really pops. And so make sure that your heading is, is on point, your pictures are on point, and that it's something that will be attention-grabbing and something authentic because um, a lot of people like to, like to know your story. They like to, they like to know that you're authentic. And so if they, if, they, if they actually get onto your information and they say, you know, this is cool, what is this? And they point and they, they click on it. They want to know, okay, this is somebody that I, I can follow because I can relate to her story, I can relate to what she's doing, and I like what she's trying to say, and I, can, I, can feel, I, I feel like I can engage. And that's another thing I'm, I'm learning a lot about as far as making sure that you get people engaged. Learn about um, newsletters and, and email lists. Um, there's all kinds of webinars out there. I encourage you to check some of them out. Go on. on uh, Facebook always has different web, um, webinars, um, and kind of check out, kind of listen to some of those free webinars because they have a lot of great um, information as well. And um, as far as business, definitely um, you want to have a business plan, um, especially uh, um, you know it, it depends on you know which way you're going to go. But if you if you want this to be a business business. Make sure you have a business plan and it's well thought out. Talk to other business owners, talk to startups, um, and get some advice. And um, just know know the, the, know exactly what it is that you want to do. And zero in on that. Um, I'm gonna. The next question that you have as far as being transitioning from offering your service for free to being paid for it. I'm actually in that um, in that process now in many different ways. So when Nerissa gets back, I'm going to let her um, talk more about that. But I think one of the things that I'm learning is that the first thing you have to do is know your worth. Because um, a lot of people, especially if you're offering your services for free and you start charging for it, you may want to start charging on the low end. And I think that's a mistake because then you're going to be stuck on the low end. And You'll be surprised that if you get the right consumers, they will pay the price that you need to be paid. So don't get out there thinking, okay, well, I'm going to pay, I'm just going to pay, you know, charge maybe $5, $10. Know your worth. So if you know your product, you know the worth of the product, and you know the work that you put into it. So I think the, the very first thing before you even start charging people is do you know your product? Do you know what, you're, what you are offering somebody? Once you actually have established that you know this product, then start looking around to see, see what your competitors are charging, you know, and start getting, start getting ideas about, about rates that way. Because once you start knowing what your competitors are charging, then you can kind of start to see, well, this is what I need to be charging. And so I want Marissa to jump in on that because her question is, uh-huh. how do you trans- transition from offering your services for free to actually getting paid? Um, easy. You just do. <laughs> so, I mean, the thing is, is that we do, we do a lot of research, and research is, um, is sometimes the thing that ties you up. As Anike said, do your research to see who, what your competitors' rates are in your market. But then at the end of the day, you also need to know what is it that you need to, um, you need to do to... Oh, sorry. Technical difficulties. We'll be right back. (laughs) So for everybody who's listening and you hear me moving around and stuff like that, we are in the midst of of planning a a little event that um, I'm hosting at our our studio here. And so I'm I'm, I'm up and moving around and everything like that, and we're just trying to to keep things moving. Um, But And the event is going to be full of a bunch of entrepreneurs, so we're excited about that. But um, back to the question about the rate, you just start charging. The, The big conversation behind that, and that's something that I actually work with a lot of my clients on as far as storytelling, is are you mentally ready to move from free to charging because that's a mental transition. That's not, a, that's not an actual transition. If you don't believe in your own self-worth, then if you don't believe in your own self-worth, then you will never charge money for your services. I had to walk through that. 
You know, I have to be um, talked through that, even though everybody that I work with says that my services are amazing and I need to be charging like, you know, $500 an hour and all that kind of stuff because of what they get. Um, But there was a conversation about the fact that because my service is intangible, that how do I prove its worth and how do I prove its value? The victory is first won in your own soul, okay? And so, you know, that's a, that's, that's a spiritual phrase, but it, it really is also a business phrase as well. Once you understand your value, you will be the best salesperson on earth for your rate. So just keep those kinds of things in mind, okay? And as far as um, just about another good thing as far as networking, um, I think networking is extremely important. Networking with others that um, are doing what you do and make sure anytime you go to a networking event, anytime you talk to other business owners, always, always have your business cards with you. Um, if you haven't um, created business cards, uh, Vista.com is, is is quite cheap. Um, I you know cost can be a factor when you're starting a business. So, but um, you definitely um, always always have information with you because you know opportunities are everywhere. And so, um, when you're actually ready, and I, I I say that very strongly, when you're actually ready, because one of one of pers- oh 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 she's she's canceling it out. She's canceling it out. I can't. I can't. No, before you're ready. Before you're ready, you got to do it. And really, it's not even because the thing is, is that you'll never be ready. You'll think you're ready. You're never ready. What you do is before you're ready, tell three of your friends that you're going to start your business and have them hold you accountable for it. You'll never be ready. You'll never feel ready. I'm still not ready, and I've been in this for, like, years, okay? But we're never ready for the next level. You just got to do it. So, no, it's not in that when you're ready. Just do it and screw up. <laughs> okay? and, then, and then see how resilient you are. So do it, screw up, and see how resilient you are. And then if you are a true entrepreneur, you can keep it moving forward. But just do what you need to do to have a safety net slightly around you so that when you screw up, because everybody makes a mistake the first time out, but you learn from the mistake. It's different than in school, where in school you had to get the right answer, and that's how you moved ahead. In business, you need to get the wrong answer, learn from it, and that's how you move ahead. School and business are two different things. Okay, so your mindset has to change. Be willing to make mistakes, learn from them, and move forward. All right, we'll go with that one. <laughs> but I think, I think the main thing is that um, – the, the, the takeaways that um, from this is to know your product, know your worth, know who you are, know what you want from your business. And I think that's, that's preparation right there because you know who you are, you know what you're worth, you, you, know, you know what you want, and you know what your customers not want, and you know who your customers are. And, of course, like I said, on social media, make sure it pops, make sure it, it, gets, it gets people's attention because that's extremely important. All right, so Maureen, I want to thank you so much for for tuning in, and I want to thank you for your question. And um, I do hope that we have have answered it for you. And I have another email from Shay. Hey, Shay, thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And Shay says, hi, ladies. It's a pleasure listening to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for offering such useful information and knowledge for free. My question is, when creating a business, should you start a business and, and then incorporate, incorporate it through SunBiz or vice versa? Hmm. I'm going to take that one because you have a couple of questions. I'm going to take that one at a time. Narissa is the person. Yes, you are. Okay, so as far as SunBiz.org, here's the thing that you want to do. This is a conversation about risk. Um, it depends on your business. You can be a solo entrepreneur. It's called a, a, a sole proprietor. The thing about that is that if something goes wrong with your business, then people can come after you and come after all of your assets. When you have um, an incorporation of some kind, whether it's an LLC 
an INC, an S-Corps, or a C-Corps, or even a nonprofit organization, if something happens, um, they can't do something called piercing the corporate veil. That's something that you'll hear all the time. And basically, that's just a protection for you. So uh, really think about whether or not you want to take that risk. If you're fine with that, um, operate by yourself as for as long as you can. And then when your tax burden gets too heavy, then you'll incorporate. Okay, but those are a lot of things that you have to think about. You want to think about the taxes that you're going to have to pay. You want to think about the risks that you're going to be taking on and what kind of business you have. And then also, if you need a license, then you definitely want to incorporate. And you'll need to do your research on that as to see which, which organizations need licenses and which don't. Awesome, awesome. And the next question is, when starting a website, what's the rule in choosing a name? I personally think it needs to be something that represents what you want people to know about this website what, what, and, and what you want going forward. It has to represent you. It has to represent what you're trying to do and what you want people to take away from when they are actually on the website itself. Um, you don't want um, something – you don't want people to walk away and say, well, she said that she wants celebration, but everything is about information. You know, you just you want something to, like for for my particular website, AmikeMadison.com. Um, one of the, it says in uh, Amike's blog, envision it. When I created it, I wanted people to envision themselves in the in in their dreams, and and, and I talk about journey a lot. Of course, as you know, my show is Journey to Passion with Amike S. Because I, I, I believe that we're all on a, on a journey towards our passions. And so I talk about that a lot. And, I, and when people leave my site, I want them to know that their, their journeys are important and that they can, they, they can they, you can do it, you know, envision it. If you envision it, you can do it, it can happen, it's all possible. And so that's why when you look at that blog and the first thing you see is envision it, that's what you see. And so Narissa, when you look at her website, you see Be Your Own Answer. Narissa, why? So, uh, so you see Be Your Own Answer uh, because uh, for a long time I was a consultant to creative professionals, artists, um, people who, again, their work is intangible. And I found that a lot of them were, um, a lot of them were, were, doing work that was mission-driven, doing work that was, um, that was trying to make an impact. And they found themselves solving problems. I am also a problem solver. I'm a fixer. Um, if you've ever seen Scandal, Olivia Pope tries to call herself a fixer. I am Olivia Pope in my community. I'm always trying to solve problems. And so I realize that every time that I'm solving a problem, usually what I'm doing is I'm just turning people back to themselves in some way, shape, or form. So I wanted to have a place where people could have those resources, have those stories that help people find their own power again. And uh, if people want to have me come out and do workshops or do consulting, they had a way to find me. Um, that was different than just my name because I, I like to work with other people as well. Also, my name, um, people spell it in every different kind of way. And so Be Your Own Answer is, has a strong impact. You know exactly what it means, and uh, it's easy to remember. So, Melissa, do you think that um, the next question she says, should the um, site name be short and sweet, company name, or something catchy? Um, that's yeah. 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 I think it is a personal choice. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. I think it's a personal decision as well. But like I like said, just as long as people know what they're getting into when they when they go in and and they leave feeling like okay, what what they what you wanted matches matches the name. So I think that's that's very very important. All right, so we are at last 15 minutes of the show, 
And um, if you have any questions or comments, it's 347-539-5372. Or you can send an email to anikapassionjourney at gmail.com. And I am so excited because the questions are coming in. This is really, really great. Shay has another question. And she said, would it be best for, for free webinars or on building business, on building your business? So would it be good to go to a free webinar on building your business? And Shay, thanks for you know, thanks for asking the questions because what it does is for those of us who are teachers, it helps us think about what our students need. So um, you know, I think anything free is great, but um, I think better than free is whatever work you're willing to put in. So um, free is great, but know that there are also times when you have to be willing to put in your own work and pay for the services that you, you want value from. Um, know that the free stuff, it, it you know, gives you information that you need, but um, again, if you, if you want to have a certain amount of impact in the work that you're doing, don't be afraid to make an investment in resources as well. Absolutely. And, and my, my take on webinars is I've, I've actually attended many different webinars, and I've gotten a lot of great information. And, of course, if you all, there's always the step where if you want more, you have to pay $5,000 trillion billion to get it. And so that – Yeah. Right. And so I think the, the main thing is you can offer a certain amount of information for free and then, like Larissa said, um, charge, charge you know, up, up to a certain point and then charge, the bulk, charge for the bulk of the, of the rest of the information. And so if you're going to want to do the webinar yourself. And so you can – and I've seen people offer um, – uh, offer um, different things like um, what uh, advertisements. They will offer booklets, work booklets. They will offer their own books. They will offer videos. Um, and so I personally have gotten a lot of great information from the webinars and, and look forward to actually getting more from the, from the work, from the, the different um, information that they, they offer. So um, I, I, I asked Shay, Shay, what kind of webinars are you interested in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great question, and yeah. So if you can let us know that, um, yeah, let us know what kind of uh, webinars you're interested in because I think that would be a great conversation. Because um, when you're looking when you're looking to get information, you have to you have to see whether what kind of value it is for you. What can it do to help you? What what can it do to help you grow? What can it do to help you make get to the next step? Because that's what we want to do, right? We want to get to the next step. And so I think it's, um, it's important to, to figure that out. And so, so we, we apologize for the, the background. As, as you know, we, we are um, in the final stages of setting up. It's, the uh, function starts at 3 o'clock, so um, we're doing last-minute things. But um, I do thank you for um, your questions and for hanging in there with me. It's a party at the studio. <laughs> It's a party at the studio. Okay, thank you it's so much. It's a party much. at the studio. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and what that you know that that brings me to the, the the holiday season. The holidays are upon us, and so um, it's you know of course it's important family time. And so that's one of the things that we're going to be doing today is kind of celebrating one one another. And I think that. Um, you know, with all of the tension and the strife that's going on right now, I think it's, it's I think it's time for us to to really kind of take a breath and 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 have fun and, and be with and and be with each other, see family that you haven't seen, see friends that you haven't seen, and just kind of take a breath. You know, don't you think so? I do, I do. And she's trying not to laugh because I'm like shaking and moving and, and dancing here. Um, we have an amazing, amazing DJ who's setting up 
uh, right now, Mr. DJ LaRue. Um, so we are, here's the thing. Anike is one of the most amazing um, radio talk show hosts, so dedicated to her listeners. And I am, I'm blessed that she has decided <laughs> to share the space with us um, here at the studio. So I can't wait for everything that she has to talk to you about. Um, I know she's getting ready to, to wrap up. So Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I do appreciate it. And yeah, we're down to the last 10 minutes of the show. And um, Shay, if you, if you want to let us know about the webinar or if anybody else has a question, you know it's anikpassionjourney uh, at gmail.com or 347-539-5372. Um, I see many callers on. Thank you so much for, for listening. And um, as far as, oh, I wanted to let you know an update for BJ Speaks, um, Billy Jones, the, the one who um, actually is the head of the Everyday Folks Radio Network. He, his show will actually be returning on December the 4th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So he's been taking a little time off and enjoying weddings and all kinds of wonderful things. So, but look forward to him returning on December 4th. And for myself, I am actually going to be taking off for the Thanksgiving holiday and enjoying time with my family and friends. And, and so I won't be on next week, but I will be returning on December the 10th. And on December the 10th, I am excited because I'm going to be celebrating the holidays, and I'm going to be joined by the fabulous Tony Austin. Tony Austin is the, is the creator of Soulful Desserts. And I'm going to find that information because you can actually see more information on Tony on his YouTube. He has actually some fun YouTube videos. Can I get some of his soulful desserts? You absolutely can. <laughs> you can go to youtube.com slash user slash soulful desserts. And you can also find him on Facebook at soulful, Des- at soulful desserts. And it will be uh, Tony making some very tasty treats. Uh, no, he's not. Well, but well, maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask him to see. Maybe you never know. We might be able to tempt him to bring it to the studio. But that's going to be on December the 10th at 3 p.m. right here on Everyday Folks Radio. So make sure that you tune in and check him out ahead of time because, like I said, he's got some tasty treats. And um, he is one of the small business owners that um, I, I do want to support. And, of course, um, another small business owner that I'm always supporting is Capri Johnson of BlackTongueClothing.com, as you, as you know. And, of course, Narissa Street. And, of course, Jeanette Dean of Why Not Ray. That is W-H-Y not R-A-I dot com. Yes, I got it right. And so make sure that you support our sister, Shanette, uh, Shanette Bean. And, of course, always go to beyouronanswer.com. That's um, Narissa's site. And my site is nikmadison.com. And I'm going to kill Narissa for making all this noise in the background. But that's okay. We're going to keep it moving. <laughs> Y'all, please forgive me. I don't know what's going on. Um, and Nike again is is the height of professionalism, and I apologize. I you know I, we we decided to have this party, and I wanted to make sure that Nike could be part of it, and so um, she is indulging me by having the radio show in the studio today. So I <laughs> I apologize. Please. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go back, and we do have another email. Yay! All right, so Shay is interested in building a new business online choosing a target audience, setting up for a website, uh, differences between the uh, scope and the license. Um, oh, S-Corp, S-Corp and the license, marketing product. Okay, all right, we got it. All right, Narissa, you, you got to come back because you know you are the business owner in, in this. Hey, there you go. We actually have a webinar coming up, and I'll be hosting it. She doesn't know that, but she knows it now. 
And so we're going to host a webinar. And thank you very much because I've been wanting to do a webinar for a while, and now it's going to be happening. So thank you, Shay, because you have just created that opportunity. So those particular um, questions that you have will be answered on the webinar. And, of course, you'll be able to see the information on um, my Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash journey into passion with an EKS, as well as be your own answer. Uh, dot com, Narissa's website, and on my website, anikamadison.com. So stay tuned for that, and all those questions and more will be, a- will be asked. So it will be answered. So thank you so much, Shay, for that. We are down to the last five minutes and five minutes. Yes, last five minutes of the show, and I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune into the show and support the show. I, I can't tell you how grateful I am to everybody who supports the show, supports the work that I'm doing, supports the work that Narissa's doing. And um, so it's just very important that we support each other, that we, we come together and, and scrap the fear, be prepared, understand what's going on, help each other, talk to each other. Don't you think? I do, and um, I, I think, first of all, I want to honor Anike for um, taking the leadership of creating a, a, a resource. This is something that you can now share with other people. Um, her conversation was about the election effect, and I think the first part of being prepared is being aware of um, understanding that there was something that you need to um, you need to acknowledge. Um, there is no longer a space for you to sit on the sidelines. You you need to be involved in the things that are going around around you, or you'll be a victim of the things that are going on around you. Okay, and so what I am humbled by is the fact that. Uh, she decided to invite me to be part of of this conversation. Um, What I love is that it led into a conversation about business. And I think at the end of the day, that's what this is about. How are you handling your business, whether it's a personal business, whether it's the business of your community, whether it's um, your financial business? How are we handling business? And... um, the election effect is the people who handle their business are the people who win. Mm. Okay. So, so be aware of that. Wake up um, and, and, and start to get um, involved with your own business. And uh, I, I think, I think that's the best thing that we can take from this and, and how we can move forward. So thank you so much for, for creating the show. Absolutely. You are so welcome. And I, th- I think we, I like to do my quotes, and I think we just got it. I want to repeat it. The people who handle their business are the people who win. And at the end of the day, we want to win. We want our dreams to come true. We want the things in life that we, we, we thought about as a kid, we thought about yesterday. We don't want anything to stand in the way of, of our journey towards our passions. We want to be able to continue on our journeys we want to be able to see it through. We want to be able to win. And I think it's very important. And I think that we don't have to take these journeys alone. We can take it together. We can help each other. We can talk to each other. We can, we can give information, helpful information to each other. And if we do that, we can come out farther ahead than we can if we work alone. I'm, I'm, I really, really do appreciate that. So, the thing I want for everybody to remember is that we have the ability to come together and help each other. We don't need to be fearful. We just need to be prepared. Again, you can see um, here Dr. Billy Jones on BJ Speaks on December 4th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can always catch up with him on BillyPaulJones.com. You can always catch up with Narissa on BeYourOwnAnswer.com and with me on AnikaMadison.com. So until next time, it's been fun, it's been fun, and uh, I thank Narissa once again 
for being here today and for allowing me to be in, in her space and, and enjoy this wonderful day. Happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving, and make sure that you get in touch with your family and friends while enjoying this holiday season. Take care of one another. Remember, this is a this is this is the season for for giving thanks, for being thankful, and for um, sharing a laugh or two with with your friends and family. So don't forget don't forget to do that. Don't forget to laugh. Don't forget to smile. Um, don't you know? There's so much tension. Break it with break it with a laugh. Break it with a good laugh. Break it with with a, a hug or a smile. And surprise somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Thanks, thanks again for listening. Take care. Heads up, Old Navy denim lovers. Starting tomorrow, two days only, jeans for the family are just $15 for adults, $12 for kids. Plus, Sunday is the last day to redeem your super cash at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Better hurry, valid 211 and 212, select styles only.